What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the the Raw Review, I mean. I'm your host, Corey Smith. I'm in the Diamond Studio, um, not by my own free will. I'm, I was being forced here today what? Um, by my sheer... Yeah, you know what? I just had to talk to by the people, by the the fans out there. You yeah, know, I was like, I didn't, I, I didn't do anything. I was pulled out. <laughs> you know, I I've been just. I'm Corey Smith. I'm in co-host today. Jose Oscar. How's how, everybody doing? How are you today, sir? Good. How are you? Good. I I just you know I haven't really been digging the whole WWE show thing lately. The shows, you know, SmackDown and Raw have been kind of. Um, lackluster to say the least some would say and it's hard to uh, watch those shows all the time it is it is but you know what we just gotta put your head down and go up against the linemen trying to block you from getting yardage whoa yeah that was a horrible pun but yeah you know what i'm saying yeah no it's definitely it's hard but like i said we're here we're gonna talk about monday night raw uh uh what do you think of the show overall uh, not bad, not good, but not bad. They tried to get some people over, yeah, some new talent. So I yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting. It was. Um, there are some things I have qualms about. A lot of things, but we'll get there. You know, um, guys. Uh, before we get into anything, including all the news we have today, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The best way to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio, because everything we post, we let you know on social media, especially Twitter and Facebook. I mean, I guess Twitter would be the best way, because people don't like Facebook anymore. Yeah. I, Facebook's I, I like, like, it's Facebook. like the old man's uh, yeah. application, and I'm using it all the time. Uh, Apparently, well, I'm like, no, we need to get our Facebook numbers up. Well, you know, we, we're trying to reach different demos. Exactly. You know, WWE does have a, a target audience of like over 50. <laughs> yeah. So I guess Facebook would be good, right? right? That would be the place to go. Um, follow us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CWR4 and 5. Um, yeah. I recently went through my profile on Facebook yeah. to see what what have I been posting lately. And it's CWR, 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 CWR. People are probably like, dude. Not for Eddie. We get it. You have a podcast. Like, we, you have a podcast. Well, you know what? They need to listen more often. Some of your, some of your mutual friends have liked the show awesome and it's it's gotten out there i've noticed when uh, friends of friends like the show and i like that building a community there you go uh within the wrestling community because you know um there needs to be a place for everyone to come together and talk about the power of positivity of wrestling mm. <sighs> even though is there any as, more power as, cra- as crappy as it can be sometimes yeah you know but anyways, guys, um, anything else I need to say? Oh, yeah, we have a merch store. I haven't plugged that in a long time. Really? I keep forgetting that. Oh. Teespring.com slash, uh, just go look it up, City Wrestling Radio. Um, the link down below. Go buy a t-shirt. We have three different designs up there. Our City Wrestling Radio World Order. Um, you know, I still have to cop that. Why do I keep forgetting? The City Wrestling Radio, um, what did I call it, of America or you know, pro wrestling, New Japan. It's New Japan. No, it's just in Japanese letter. I don't know why I say it's New Japanese Japan. Japanese font, yeah. It's just in Japanese font. Yeah. And uh, our traditional um, retro, well, not a retro, because we have a retro logo. I should throw that one up there, too. Yeah. Um, our traditional, regular, cool, uh, orange and black logo is all up there, too. Yeah, nothing regular about that. Nothing, no. It's it's super extra, actually. Mm-hmm. It's like hella extra. Yeah, pretty soon we're gonna need. That's what the a, kids say. We're gonna need an elite shirt, a gold one, probably. I have a gold. I've made. I've made a gold logo for City Wrestling Radio before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've wanted to use it, but 
It's never happened. It's just never happened. Um, but anyways, go buy a t-shirt or, or whatever, whatever, all the cool stuff we have on there. We have like some stickers mm-hmm. too. So it's cheap yep. and good stuff. Cheap and good quality product. Go buy it today. Uh, we got some news to talk about though. Um, that's, you know what? That's the sound effect I really need. I don't have one here yet. I have a sound, uh, sound effects board guys. Yeah. So just so you know, trying something new. Yeah. I mean, so if you hate it, sorry, I'm still going to keep doing it. Tell us what you think. CWR 415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. There you go. Uh, we got some news. We got some signings. Mm-hmm. Signings all over the place. Do we? Not sightings, but signings. Remember, I remember the show Sightings? Sightings. It was about UFOs. Uh, it was like on Fox or something. It was like, you know, we have sightings. It, yeah, you know, it'd be on like Saturday at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean. First it'd be cops. And Who, then sightings. And then unsolved what mysteries. You know, what you know? And then uh, Elaine Corral. At, what was the show where Riker was hosting? Riker? That was sightings. Riker uh, from Star Trek, uh, the Next Generation. Uh, Lieutenant was Riker. It? Was it? Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, but anyways, there have been some signings um, all over the place, and we got a couple. One in particular, um, well, two of them actually, um, both impact severely impact the Southern California independent scene. Uh, the first one up is uh, Impact Wrestling has re-signed Joey Ryan to a multi-year contract. Ooh. Uh, the signing was first reported by SoCal Uncensored, not the not the group. Not SCU. The, not, not SCU, mm-hmm. but SoCalUncensored.com. And uh, Ryan quickly confirmed the news via social media. He says... It made the most sense. Impact Wrestling has been the most consistent wrestling program on TV for the last two years. I get mm. to keep all of my indie dates. And best of all, they let me be me. So, hooray. Well, good for you. I mean, I've always liked Joey Ryan, and I wouldn't want to see him leave the independent scene. Yeah. And so he doesn't. He gets to continue his indie dates, so on and so forth, and also wrestle at Impact Wrestling. I don't see his gimmick going a lot for. I mean... Oh, Joey Ryan. What's his ceiling in wrestling? Yeah, think, how, much farther, how much farther could he take it? Uh, there's not much you can do with... I mean, what he's doing now is... He's pretty much hitting, hitting the ceiling, hitting the wall. Uh, I don't see him... Can you imagine that gimmick as a heavyweight champion? For like a day. Yeah. It's like... Um, for uh, for the youngins out there like my age who are in their mid-30s. Uh, it's like when Tom Green was number one on Total Request Live. Oh, my God. I remember that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it happened for, like, a couple days, mm-hmm. and they, like, retired it early. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, it, it, When he had testy cancer, that's when it all came to a crashing halt. Yeah. Um, and he was like, I'm going to retire. Anyways, I can definitely see the, uh, Joey Ryan being a... Oh, no, not a world champion. Mid mid card, X yeah, division, for sure, for sure. X division champion, maybe. But I, I, I thought X division was like the thing. Well, X division was almost equal to. Well, it used to be. Remember when Impact first? Uh, well, yeah, no, you're right. X division's like the like the hard hitting. That's like the hard the hard hitting wrestling. The the fresh up and comers. Tessa Blanchard, Sammy Callahan. Oh yeah, brother. They're all here. They're wrestling for the title. Um, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I don't. I don't know what title he could wrestle for. Um, didn't Lucha Underground have a? Who doesn't somewhere have like a veterans title? Oh wow, I don't know the veterans title. Yeah, there there should be a Hall of Fame title. Yeah. Just have uh, Ric Flair and Hogan just battle it out, battle it, and, yeah. and just for that. Yeah, and then and you you know Hogan would have the heart attack first. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Ric Flair, would be like, I'm still walking, baby. Yeah, but Ric Flair would have the aneurysm first. 
We got more to say about Rick Flair. But congratulations to Joey Ryan. Um, you know, so he is going to stay on Impact Wrestling. Another signing, not to Impact Wrestling. And, you know, I think this is more speculation at this point, even though it's been confirmed by multiple sources, but not conf- confirmed by the main source himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, SCU, uh, well, at SoCalOnCensored.com. Again. Um, they, uh, they also reported that SoCal wrestler Jake Atlas has signed with WWE and soon will start training at the Performance Center. Uh, I appara- heard that. I heard that. Apparently, Jake Atlas will start in January 2020. Um, Jake Atlas has first br- had his first brush with WWE in 2018 after appearing on an episode of Undercover Boss featuring Stephanie McMahon. Uh, uh, during that episode, he was given uh, a brand ambassador contract. Uh, Atlas recently got his attention by uh, standing out at PWG's Battle of Los Angeles tournament. And uh, he is also, he just became recently the all-pro wrestling um, uh, universal champion. I can't believe I spaced right there. Yeah. I feel like I should be kicked out of the front row because of that. <laughs> uh, but the all-pro wrestling universal champion, uh, he, he actually became, he was the light heavyweight champion, and he won the universal in, uh, that night. That same night? Well, not the same night he won it, but, you know, oh, okay. he was Jake two belts for a second, mm-hmm. but he dropped the light heavyweight title because, mm-hmm. you know. You do that. You, you do that in wrestling. That's what you do. You let the other guys say, hey, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good guy. I'm going to let you guys fight for this one. I don't need two belts. Yeah. Um, but, you no, know, he is reportedly signed with WWE. I wonder what this going to mean. You know, he did uh, put a tweet out. He didn't say anything for or against it. The only thing he said was um, he posted, a, I guess he's going to have a match on January 3rd um, at an independent show. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, I thought um, someone said I wasn't taking dates for January. So yeah. January 3rd, though. Yeah. You know, kind of wrapping up indie dates. Uh-huh. So, you know, we'll see. Jake Atlas is one hell of an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you know, if you've heard of Jake Atlas, you know, you you already know. You've probably seen him live, at least in a YouTube video. Um, but Jake Atlas, you know, if you don't know about him, Jake Atlas is an openly gay wrestler um, who is out of Southern California. I didn't know that part. And uh, he's not, um, you know, it's not like, a, you know, a, it teaches him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's awesome because it really does give a, what do you say, like a role model in the wrestling world uh, for people sure. um, who didn't have that before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I felt like Jake Atlas is awesome. You know what I mean? Like he came to the thing. I was like, you know, you, you're fucking awesome. And he's... Mm-hmm one hell of an athlete yeah so he does like this um it's like this springboard somersault ddt that's like his finisher that sounds really cool whereas like he's on the top rope he does the handstand onto the ropes and then kind of comes down for a ddt off of it mm. it's really cool um but yeah no so congratulations to jake atlas we'll see what happens in the future and also, um, there's going to be a WWE house show in Mexico City. I heard. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Kane. Is it? Kane, I'm going to fuck this up. Everybody. Kane Velasquez, right? Perfect. There we go. I, I know it's still wrong, but it's all right. No, no, no. That's perfect. Um, so this is going to be at the Arena uh, Sinidad, I believe, de Mexico on Saturday, November 30th. WWE announced uh, Friday that uh, Velasquez and Mysterio will be teaming up together in the main event against uh let's see drew mcintyre and andrade Ooh, that should be good that'll be a good team Mm -hmm. that's already a really good team Mm -hmm. they're both um one they're both hell of athletes yep 
hell of a- I, that you know what I mean. They're hell, great. Ath- they're both they're great both athletes. Great athletes. Yeah. Um, uh, also announced for the card: Rusev versus Bobby Lashley. Oh damn it! That means that we're gonna with see, Lana. That means we're going to see this gimmick for another two three months. Ricochet. Wait, wait. When's the when's the house November thirtieth? Okay, that's soon enough. I thought it was January for some reason. Ricochet and the Viking Raiders versus the OC. That's AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. Kevin Owens versus Randy Orton. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Braun Strowman for the Intercontinental title. All right. Um, let's see. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair versus Sasha and Bayley. Uh, Roman versus King Corbin. Uh, the tag match I was talking about earlier. And uh, again, Seth Rollins versus. Hey, man, I'm back. I'm going to Mexico, man. Yay. I'm going to Mexico. Jo- hey, Jojo, bring the kids. We're going. So, yeah, uh, versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Damn, that's going to last a long time. Well, I mean, it's they're supposed to, this is supposed to be the finish at Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. You, oh, Saudi Arabia is happening, too. We didn't really never talked about that. I know we're, yeah, we, we don't really promote the show. Don't, yeah, we don't do that. But like, And it's on Halloween. Screw you guys. It's dumb. It's dumb how they have it. And not just that, but like the fact that now on the promo for Seth Rollins versus The Fiend, it says the match cannot be stopped. For any reason. So the match is going to go forever. Yeah. The match is lit. They've booked themselves into a corner yeah. where the match can never stop. Or if they don't want... Uh, Rollins to drop the title yeah yeah stop your crying Corey yeah no it's definitely one of those things like I I would be crying you know what I mean just thinking about it if it actually did go if they were like fight forever I'd be like no please no please turn that light turn that red light off and let's get back to some actual wrestling because you know like you know, the whole Hell in the Cell thing that was just ridiculous yeah no, the way they book Bray Wyatt is he can't be beat and last week, you know, Seth Rollins, like, yeah, it felt like it was a double turn, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't have a show last week for the Raw review yeah. uh, because I didn't want to. Or I was working. One uh, of the two. I was sick. It was a combination of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he burnt the um, Firefly Funhouse down while Bray was at, crying, saying, no, why, why are you doing that, Bray, Seth, man? Why are you doing that, man? Cut it out. These are my kids' toys. This is mine, JoJo, baby. <laughs> we bought these for our kids, man. Um, and, you know... Like it felt like a double turn to me, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it definitely wasn't. And uh, Seth Rollins um, and the Fiend will forever be a thing. And you know, a year from now, we'll, we'll be saying this about. Oh, you know, King Corbin and Roman Reigns. It's just every week. It's going to be the same thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So uh, let's just uh, wait for uh, this one. Why to is, end. See, logic says Cor- uh, Roman Reigns wouldn't waste his time dealing with this guy. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, Roman Reigns, he, he, but no, Roman Reigns, you know, he's, if you think about the way WWE books a face, mm-hmm. it's not the traditional, like, you know what? I'm bigger than you. I, I have, uh, you know, more maturity. I'm going to step away from this. Mm-hmm. It's you, you said something to me. Now I must defend my honor mm-hmm. and fight you and, and beat you down to show that I'm a bigger man than you are. Yeah. And that's, exa- you know what I mean? And think about the type of person that, that is that has to like make that kind of storyline. Yeah, no, you have some self-esteem issues, buddy. Yeah. Um, well, it's all Vince. It's all Vince. Who I'm assuming has some self-esteem issues. That's it. It's good shit. It's good shit. That's that's the fucking sound clip I need. Okay, are you ready? No, please. No. For this day in wrestling history. Oh, okay. Whew. I thought we were getting into Raw. Oh, no, not yet. I got, a, right. I got a whole bunch of wrestling history. Okay. Let's, uh, let's do, you want, do you want something recent? 
um, something local or um, something old. Let's go with local, recent, old. Okay. Uh, that's all three, but... Oh, okay. do you want me to pick Local, one recent, or old? Pick uh, one. Oh, uh, old. Hell old? yeah. Okay, old. See, on this day in 1938... Oh, damn. A little bit too old. <laughs> Jack McClendon defeated uh, Pete... Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, too old. Let's see. Where was the one from 1983? Uh, it was local, too. Let's see. 1983, there was a show in San Francisco, California. Cal Palace? Cal Palace, I believe. I nice. believe this is uh, WWE because it's uh, Hogan's on the card in 1983. Uh, Mad Dog Bashan won a battle royal. Um, he was also double booked that night because Andre the Giant and Mad Dog Bashan and Rick Martel beat uh, Jerry Blackwell, Ken Patera, and Sheik Adnan. Uh, Hulk Hogan defeated David Schultz. David Schultz. Hmm. Mr. Saito uh, beat Baron Von Richke. Is that his name? Uh. Baron Von Richke. Uh, Black Jack Lonza beat Bobby Heenan. Oh, that's when Bobby Heenan oh, was a wow. wrestler. Okay. Uh, Ray Stevens beat Bill White and uh, Steve Olsoniski. Olsoniski uh, beat Chris Markoff. Wow. Everybody use your real names. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, it definitely seemed like it. And um, let's go back to, um, let's do something a little bit more recent, too. All right. On this day in, fuck it, 20, 2006, uh, was TNA Bound for Glory? The first? No. Uh, oh. Well, I don't know. It might have been. But it was one of them in uh, 2006. Yeah. Uh, Austin Starr won a 16-man open invitational for the X Division Battle Royal. Uh, Brother Ray and Brother Devon uh, defeated James Storm and Chris Harris, Chase Stevens and Andy Douglas with Shane Douglas and Kip James and BG James. Samoa Joe defeated Abyss. A uh, whole bunch of other people. Eric Young pinned Larry Zabisco. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I never saw this. Uh, Chris Saban pinned the NWA X Division. Ooh, when it was the NWA yeah. X Division champion. Uh, Shinsai to win the title. Uh, LAX defeated AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels to win the NWA Tag Team titles. This, this must have been the first Bound for Glory. Yeah, because I don't remember any of this. Uh, Christian Cage defeated Rhino in a street fight. And Sting defeated Jeff Jarrett. Slap nuts himself. Mm -hmm. Jeff Jarrett. Uh, for the NWA championship. Yeah, sounds like this was when Jeff Jarrett was running things. Uh, he, yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm going to book myself in the match. Me, you, and Sting, let's go, okay? Let's let's do this. Uh, all right, I'll do it. Sting was like, exactly what you said. All right, now we got to pull some teeth because now it's time to get... Uh, where were we last night? I forgot. Cleveland, Ohio. That's right. Now it makes all the sense because they buried the city from top to bottom. Um, I mean, that's what I thought. Oh, yeah. Cleveland sucks. And like every chance they got, even the announcers were like, huh, there's not much to celebrate here in Cleveland. But you know what they do have here in Cleveland? Monday Night Raw. Mm -hmm. um, it kicked off with a Ric Flair in-ring promo. Uh, he comes out and um, he is he's just hyping up his match. Team Flair. Fuck, that's what I forgot to have. Um, I had supposed to have a sound clip for you. For uh, this. Oh, you know what I forgot? What was that here? Did, did you know SmackDown had zero heel wins on Friday? What are you talking about? No heel won a match on Friday. What, what do you have? What were the matches? I do not have the matches, but that's what I was told by the internet. 
Uh, we all know the internet's right 100% of the time. Well, the internet's, it, it is pretty right all the time. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things, like, it's so weird the way they're booking WWE lately, mm-hmm. um, especially coming up with the upcoming uh, Saudi show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have, I just want to play a preview of the, uh, we have the, uh, a clip of the upcoming, it's like their, I think this is their promo piece. Mm. I think, I don't know, I can't say for sure, but I think <laughs> okay. this is their promo piece. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. WWE presents Blood Money 4. Get your blood drinks, get your blood dip, get the blood chips, and get the blood nachos. Ooh, we got Brock Lesnar versus Kane Malaskis for the WWE Championship. Sounds about you got right. Tyson Fury versus the Monster Among Men, Braun Strowman, in a bloody war. And then we got the main event. It's been nine years in the making as Team Races versus Team Ode. <laughs> Who's gonna win at Halloween? WWE Blood Money 4. Get your tickets on sale in Saudi Arabia because <laughs> it's going to be a bloody night. <laughs> bloody Sunday. Did, did Vince do that himself? Uh, no, that wasn't Vince. I don't think no? so. No, I, I, that could have been someone else. Uh, I was like a, a good friend of ours who sent in the show. Thank you, Christopher, for that. But uh, yeah, no, it's definitely one of those things. Like that's how it's seen by everyone. Saudi Arabia, you know, yeah. it, it's it's just they're hyping everything up for money, and um, yeah, it's all for money. They don't care about us one bit. So uh, Flair, though, he was uh, he was uh, talking. He was. Flair wasn't given a script, right? Okay. Uh, no way. Now, I'm, I'm watching this and saying to myself, has this guy lost a step? Has he lost every fuck he has left in or, life? Or, or did he fucking gain a couple of drinks before he went out there? <laughs> that was my next point. Was he a little bit tipsy off the bubble? Bubble! Or was it all of the above? <laughs> Probably, actually. Living! <laughs> yeah. um, because he goes out there and he's, uh, first off, he acknowledges the fans way too much. Oh, yeah. he, he goes out there like, I feel like some of these guys, they, I like him, The Rock. And those are like the only, John Cena, but no, not really. It's more of like not, just not those like two. This. Oh my God. He went above and beyond. Because there were guys out there dressed like Flair. And he's like, look at the little natures. And then he points at the cameraman and he said something like, you know, like, I knew your mama back in the day. Or something no, like that. He, uh, I knew your girlfriend. No, he goes, I know your girlfriend. I, ask her. And I knew your mama. Ha <laughs> uh, ha. Ask her. And he's the first person to mention Saudi Arabia. Uh, and here, I got that I got that clip. Hold on. Right. Hold on. Let me just make sure. Two weeks. Two weeks. At the crown jewel. The crown jewel. Jeez. Look at the insignia over there, guys. Look at it, guys. We're going to Saudi. We're going to Saudi. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Vince, God damn it. Pull. Pull the microphone. Well, they can't. They can't pull it from fucking Nate, man. No, no. Uh, there would there would be so much backlash if they did. And he acknowledged the Cleveland Browns players sitting in front row. Well, <laughs> what, <laughs> he said something like, "You haven't won anything." Yeah. He's trying to play heel, and nobody's booing him. Yeah, and then he said something like, Where, "Where's Odell Beckham? Like, where's Odell? Where's, the, where's this guy? I, I was gonna give him a rub. I promise." 
But I guess he ain't around. Anyway. Anyways, did you see? The, did you see the Browns later though? Did you see him? Like there was one guy with the he had no shirt and the like the Scott Steiner chainmail. I wrote thing. that down on my oh, notes. Damn. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, either somebody didn't watch wrestling for a long time, or he just said "f it." I'm dressing how I want. I think he said "fuck it." Yeah. He and uh, it was probably both actually. Uh, but Ric Flair, he's hyping up the match. Like I said, probably the first person to mention uh, Saudi. Uh, the word Saudi on WWE TV probably in over a year. Pair mm-hmm. uh, f- uh, uh, Flair. Apparently slept with the cameraman's mom and girlfriend, apparently, like yeah, I said. Jeez. Uh, he also announces that he's last member of his team is uh, someone who's going to go out there and steal all the kisses from the ladies. Uh, it's Drew McIntyre. Yep. I, I just don't. I just. Drew's like, oh, where's the kisses, ladies? Let's go. <laughs> I can totally see that. Uh, he comes out and he tells Flair, like, you've made a good choice. I'm going to I'm gonna show you. Sit down, Ric Flair, because it's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> uncomfortable or whatever, you know. But uh, there was zero reason to sit him down ringside like that. It, it was funny because I felt like it was like, I thought. I thought Drew should have went at it like kind of. I felt like it was like a more of like a yeah, you picked me, old man. But I'm gonna show you like sit down because you're nowhere in my league. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for him to kind of like, and I know they wouldn't let him do that pro- a promo like that oh, because no, no. it would be he, disrespectful. Yeah, and gotta the, respect the legend. That's the captain of his team. Um, but I, you know, it's the heel team, so you would expect somebody at the top of the heel team to be like, I'm, you know, like Star Wars. You know, mm-hmm. the trailer just came out today. I got a clip right here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but no, the new trailer just came out today for the new movie. And uh, it makes me think of the, um, uh, what's the, the, who are the bad guys called again? The Sith? The Sith. The Sith Lords. Yeah. How, like, there's only one Sith Lord and there's one. Apprentice. Apprentice. Mm-hmm. Always. There's only one of each. Mm-hmm. And then there's always one, you know, you've got to kill the one and then you get a new apprentice. Yeah. So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was kind of like that, you know? Uh, like he was like, killing his master? Like, I wanted, I want to see Drew McIntyre kind of do that. Kill like, his master. Yeah, and exactly. And, like, take his place. Take a new apprentice on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, not take a new apprentice on, but well, kind of, like, in that manner, like, he, like he's the ultimate evil guy, so he doesn't care who uh, is above you. him. Like, he yeah, doesn't yeah. care that Ric Flair's the captain. Mm-hmm. He's the ultimate evil. Yeah. So... Uh, but he has a match with Ricochet. Did you know Ricochet is a real-life ser- uh, superhero? Yeah, Spider-Man. And, oh, and Drew McIntyre of Superman, apparently. Uh-huh. Um, and Oh, and uh, the king thinks Superman's from Cleveland. The what thing? The king uh-huh. thinks Superman is from Cleveland. Really? Yeah. I've missed he that He says, part. we're in Cleveland. Uh-huh. That's where Superman's from. Huh? Huh? Smack that dude. Puppies. <laughs> uh, the two go back and forth. But he the- said something else, too, early in the show. And they're like, wait, what? The whole fucking show, dude. He's horrible. <laughs> He's just too old. Yeah. No, I and, think it was when Ricochet came out. Or, was no, like, oh, it was the, pi- I, I, it was I, the pyro. It was the pyro. Oh, it was for Kurt Hawkins and Zack oh, Ryder. Oh, that's right. Because right. they yeah, were, yeah, yeah well, I'll, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the two go back and forth, and the fans could not care less. Uh, the match cuts to Ric Flair and Sarah Schreiber on the outside. And this is when I thought Ric Flair might have had a few drinks. And I also got a clip of that, because mm. it's worth fucking hearing. Yes, yeah, sideline reporter, Sarah. Colgan's watching tonight. What do you want to say to him? Colgan, if you watch this right now, you be here Friday night. I gave you my answer. You talk on TV. Answer be what? here person Friday night. Where are we at? Kansas City, Cleveland, SmackDown. No, I don't know where we're at right now. Talking about this weekend. You be there Friday night, brother. You and I got things to talk about. In the meantime, watch this. Because we're going to send Ricochet into orbit. Oh. Just like in the Crown Jewel. 
Oh, I feel bad for. I don't feel oh, bad for Rick. Man. I think he's awesome. He has he has me smiling. But in some ways, I, I you know, it's it's. I know it's not him slurring. You know, because he's older, and mm-hmm. I'm sure he's. I don't want to like assume he has dentures. But you know, maybe you know, you know what I mean. I don't know. Yeah, no, Whatever we, was going on, we know and that something he with, has. And he had he couldn't talk right right there. Yeah, and he has a, a taste for the the bubbly, the bubbly, or whatever. If it's or not bubbly, brewskis, or the still, or you know, Manaka. vodka, tequila. I'm a tequila man myself. Me too. I like it. It's delicious. Um, let me pull up my notes again. But Ric Flair, he's awesome. He made me spy, smile. Um, but he does sound like an incoherent old man. Yeah, he does. Like, I'm gonna go you skateboarders on my lawn. You get off my lawn. What's that? I'm sending, you. sending Ricochet to orbit. That was a pretty good line. I'm a god damn it. Yeah. I have. <laughs> god damn it. I I answered the question. Now you answer it. Yeah, you answer it. We have something to talk and about. And I bet you anything, Hogan's like, I'm not scheduled for SmackDown, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, let's see. There's a springboard clothesline to a standing shooting star press to McIntyre. He kicks out at a one. According to the King, like I said, uh, he thinks Superman's from Cleveland. Buckle bomb to, and then a sit-down power bomb to Ricochet, followed by a kick out. Rico then goes for a uh, Death Valley driver, but only hits it at the, after the second time with a little bit of momentum to help mm-hmm. him out. Uh, shooting star press to McIntyre, followed by a kick out. Ricochet then caught um, going for a recoil, then tossed to the outside of the ring. Claymore to Ricochet, the pin and the win. McIntyre goes over. Hot on. match. Hot match to open. The the beginning of the match sucked, and I'm not going to sit here, but it just it did. But I know people are like, what? The, the build. It, you know what? When it comes to WWE, you have to expect no, that. No, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, Fast. No, they're not doing that. Uh, just no halfway through the match like it just goes instead of going one two three it goes one two three <laughs> you know what i mean yeah um after the match though mcintyre does come back down to the ring and Uh-oh. um uh beats the crap out of uh the two wait what did i write down mcintyre um starts to leave <laughs> but oh, oh i love this line i don't even remember writing this that's how fucking stoned i was mcintyre starts to leave but creeps back into the ring and continues the beat down on ricochet <laughs> what you what you did he did i like it and then he hit a reverse alabama slam to ricochet on the fucking stairs Ooh, that was vicious that was nice, bad nice bump work there ricochet how does fucking ricochet fully block his face you know what i mean yeah, like he, that he must land on his elbows or something it's bad it's bad um and then we have charlie backstage with the oc charlie asks their strategy uh aj says the street profits want to bring the smoke but we're in cleveland and that's illegal uh which got a fucking huge pop it did everybody it wasn't like people were cheering but people were laughing and you could hear genuine laughter throughout Mm -hmm. the entire arena and that's the first time i remember hearing that in a long time yeah yeah for sure Uh, but i did like how it cut like luke gallows looked really he was like Oh, really? Uh, man. Cleveland sucks. Yeah. Uh, well, you didn't hear it, but he was like, Cleveland doesn't rock. Cleveland sucks. Uh, that's, I, I do like that because it, it was kind of, it, it made sense. I was like, I can see Gallo smoking a lot of pot. Yeah. He just like out of the three, you know what I mean? Hey, man, takes the edge off. And plus he has a kid. So it's like, well, Carl Anderson has like three kids. Yeah. But I think. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know fully, so I'm not going to no, speak into it any yeah. further. Carl Anderson's like, nah, got to keep the abs. We gives you the munchies. Exactly. And I think uh, Gallows has like one son who's like 12. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can get stoned and hang out with like 12-year-old. You know what I mean? Yeah. He probably eats his Lunchables. He's like, do you, you want to go? You wanna Dad, did you lunch- eat my Lunchables again? <laughs> Nerd. No, I'm kidding. He, <laughs> wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. He's probably a great father. 
I have no idea. But he's probably a great father. Um, AJ, uh, it was a good line. So Gallows then seemed disappointed. Um, and then, yeah. So that was that segment. That was pretty good. Uh, Alistair Black, uh, he wants to fight somebody. He's naked uh, in the dressing room, apparently. God. Was this him getting dressed? Like, the camera cuts to him like, Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. I don't want you to see my wee-wee. Or does he get dressed in the dark? Listen to me. I, I will. I'm ashamed of my body. Hence all the tattoos. I uh, Do you ever poop in the dark? I feel no. like it's it's, it's weirdly yeah. comforting. Really? So weird. It, it, has, to it, it has to be nighttime. It has to be nighttime, and you have to turn off the lights, uh-huh. and it's just like pooping in the dark is like one of the things. I don't know why. It's <laughs> fucking soothing for me. But see, the, <laughs> then someone's gonna walk in on you. Are no, you no. shitting in the dark? <laughs> no, I mean I have a I have the door locked. Okay, and you know I have like it's not my private bathroom, but it's like a yeah. bathroom I share with one other person. Yeah, there's yeah. two bathrooms in my house. Uh-huh. I mean, in the Diamond Studio. Um, so <laughs> that's a I've thing. Never. Never done that. Yeah, like Squidworth, like um, the Irishman. In the the only time it, I've done that, and this is you know true confessions of CWR, is if I'm watching something on the iPad and I happen to be taking a dump, and it's like I don't know Walking the, Dead, the light shining, say, and it's really really dark scene. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Wait. oh my god, I can't see. Let me turn off the lights. Yeah, okay, I can see. But then I'm like, I realize I'm pooping in the dark on my iPad. Let me turn the light back on. What am I doing? Let me get out of the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, pooping in the dark. <sighs> That's great. Anyways, um, somebody who's he might, he might have been pooping in the dark. Maybe that's what Alistair Black was doing. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but he wants to fight, and apparently, Jason Reynolds is answering the challenge. Hooray. Who gets fucking way too much offense in on Alistair? What was up with this? Did did this like strike anything in your head as weird? The no, fact no, that this no, jobber got so much offense against Alistair Black. I I, th- uh, I think it served a purpose to show that, uh, well, Alistair Black kind of no-sold, right? Oh, what I thought happened, I thought he might have, I thought Reynolds might have actually hit him, like, by accident. Uh-huh. And then Alistair Black kind of came back kind of fast yeah, yeah. right after that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I it, it was just weird, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The match was way too long. I felt like it could have just went into the ring, a couple strikes, push him down. Black Mask, one, two, three. Yeah. But it wasn't, and I guess pacing for the show is is something they See, need. I don't want your average squash match. I'm the type to let the jobber get in of you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, it's definitely something. I don't know. It, it was just, it's weird. I don't know. What else did I write? What else did I say in my notes about this match? It was a match. Uh, Black Mask, the Reynolds. Uh, Black gets the pin and the win. After this, we have AOP, and apparently um, they didn't get drafted from SmackDown to Raw. They got drafted away from SmackDown. One of the very because few. they're too violent. Mm-hmm. They're too violent. Mm-hmm. We're, we, we bring violence wherever we go. Um, that's pretty much all they were saying. I mean, right? Yeah, that's all they say every week. They need to. Uh, have we had enough of this yet? We've had right. Uh, Enough for, already. It's it's going to be like Emelina. Or, yeah, it's it's been over a month. AOP on, is coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then watch in a couple of weeks. AOP is going to be like two short guys. It's going to be Singh brothers it, come out dressed like the AOP. Yeah, that would be kind of good, but I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it's weird. Yeah, it is. You know, they they just don't have anything for them creatively. We have nothing for you. You think they would with the Viking Raiders being the champions now? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's what they're waiting for. And maybe they're going to try to establish the Raiders as uh, dominant champions, beating jobber team after jobber team. And uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Demolition has the titles and Road Warriors are on their way. Uh, then we have the King's Court, hosted by Jerry the King Lawler. Son of a... See, and I'm saving my fast forward button, man. I'm saving it. I'm saving I, I, it. I, uh, I didn't even use it this time, this this week. I used them all last week, for, I think, for the whole month. <laughs> <laughs> I skipped the whole fucking shit. Honestly, I think last week, I don't even think I finished Raw last week. Uh, I didn't finish SmackDown, I'll tell you that. I didn't finish SmackDown either last week. I finished Raw. Anyways, uh, the King... Um, King comes down. He has King Court with uh, Rusev. What chance start really early? Yeah, and uh, Rusev tries to cut him. Hey, he's a legend. He is a legend. Please stop it. And they actually stopped. Um, but it started off with the King uh, listing all these things that Rusev did um, to Lana. You don't take me places. Apparently. Okay, no. Okay. So he says, you know, you were sending money to your family in Bulgaria. I get that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You got to send, you know, I think... I'm. I was born in this country, so mm-hmm. I don't understand fully. But I can see where, if you're from a different country and you have family back home, you would want to support them if you were well off here in America. Yeah, it's a little bit of a tradition. That's what uh, my my parents did that to their parents. They sent money back to them. And you were like, "Fuck this! I'm born here." Yeah, but you know <laughs> what? I, li- I live with my parents well into my twenties, so I was kicking down some money to the house. There you go. There you go. Um, and he also says that Rusev was tampering with Lana's modeling contracts. Wow. What? What, what is this? Yeah. What? what? First off, I'm not like, and, and like, wait, we never heard this, but like, what the fuck? Like, if this is true, like, if this is a part of the storyline, mm-hmm. then Rusev is the heel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and and what I see, okay, so let's go through this segment real quick. Um, the crowd is doing the what chance? Rusev stops them. Uh, Rusev tells, uh, he says, it's all Bob Lashley's fault. Mm-hmm. That Bob Lashley. Um, then he he's. Brainwash my Lana. He says he's still wearing his wedding ring because he still wants to be with Lana, which mm. I thought was complete bullshit. I thought he should have taken off the wedding ring. He should have, but he, they should have given him a fake one, given yeah. him to go in the yeah. ring, take off, throw into the crowd. Yeah. Well, he's justifying wearing it in public, and then then um, no, yeah, that's true. But um, then you could have Lana, you know, be like, have her be like an actual heel, mm-hmm. join with Bobby Lashley. You know what I mean? And yeah. like have her like try to go after. Like go out and then eventually Bobby Lashley leaves Lana because like he's like this is too much. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with this. And then you can pair her with someone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, then Bob appears on the screen with Lana at a restaurant. Lana says uh, Rusev never took her to this restaurant, and she's always wanted to go. Why wouldn't Rusev take her to this restaurant? Yeah, what's so? What's That's so what I don't it? get. You know what I mean? Like it's too expensive, Lana. No. No, fuck that. He's. Do you ever see the way they live life? Like she's going to Coachella. She takes flights like every yeah, day. Yeah, but she doesn't buy him stuff. Remember, and they have a joint no, account. No, he, he, do, he doesn't buy her anything. stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe we we've only heard Rusev's side of the story. Maybe we, we heard Lana too. We heard that she was like, you don't get me anything. You don't buy me nothing. Maybe last she was like, you know what? I think this is really messed up. What your husband's doing to you he's not treating you right not Mm -hmm. you know what i think i'm I'm starting to see bobby bob lashley's side of things you know what i mean because it's starting to look better and better for this guy he doesn't treat you right girl he's like i got you don't worry i'll take you to that restaurant which restaurant was it called oh outback let's go (laughs) so uh let's see then rusev haha jokes on you i know exactly where they are but the only person in this fucking like three-way that has any emotion, I think is Lana. Like the only person that doesn't have that emotion? does. Oh, that does. Yeah, that because she's trying. She's trying her hardest to get this over. Like I feel like she's the one who's like, right, guys. Like yeah, like let's keep this going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Russo's like, 
I love Lana. She is great. Bob Lashley, it is all his fault. Please stop wetting him. Yeah, Please and, stop. And Bobby Lashley is totally a, a Boy Scout. He's like, you know, I don't like this. I'm, I'm, not, this I'm is, not a homewrecker. This is my wife now, Rusev. This is not your wife. I am having relationship intercourse with her. And then that, he cracks that big smile. <sighs> he can't stop smiling, that guy. He has the Natalia disease. <laughs> he's too much of a fucking good... He's probably too much of a good guy. That's what I'm saying. Too much of a Boy Scout. Well, maybe maybe because his sisters beat him up as a kid all the time. With a broom, right? I don't fucking remember. Then we have Andrade versus Sin Cara. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Uh, Sin Cara. This is like his first time back on Raw. It's his first time getting a fucking full entrance on Raw. Yeah. And I think ever. And he's getting an upgrade treatment because they go back into uh, El Paso shooting. He was there, front row, helping out the survivors. I did like they had a show in El Paso, and they came out, and they honored um, Sin Cara yeah. uh, with his son. And he was like, Sin Carito. Uh-huh. And uh, or El Hijo de Sin Cara uh-huh. or Sin Cara Junior. Yeah, exactly. Whichever one of the three it is. Yeah. Um, but he, they're actually. I felt like they were trying to build him up in this match, and he's not that bad. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. The yeah, thing yeah. about it is that they've built him up as the ultimate jobber guy mm-hmm. over the last how many years? Uh, it came to a stop during the Lucha Brothers time. The, not Lucha Brothers. The what were they called? Lucha. Uh, Lucha Dragons. Lucha Dragons. God, that's such a bad name. Yeah, it was. Now, now looking back on them, like the Lucha Dragons. Yeah, why? why? That was such a ripoff of uh, Penta and Phoenix too. Oh, totally. The Lucha Brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe vice versa. No, it was the other way. Anyways, um, but yeah, no, it's it's cool to see Sin Cara getting a push in WWE again. Definitely, um, and he has hands to work with now. He does. He has some good people to work with, people that want to work with him, like Andrade. Like Andrade. And like Humberto Carrillo, who's backstage watching with his Power Rangers costume Who for told Halloween. this kid to put on the black t-shirt underneath his armor? I don't know what happened there, but like, because later I was like, hey, what happened to that black shirt? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought it was a totally. part of the costume. That's why I was making fun of him, because I was like, he looks like a Power Ranger. Yeah, because the elbow pads actually made it look like, instead of a t-shirt, it looked like a long sleeve. You could imagine the long sleeve and the gloves and the whole gear set up. <laughs> he puts on it. It's morphing time. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if that was his gimmick. Um, but uh, no, yeah. So he's watching backstage in his White Ranger cosplay outfit. And uh, Sincara and Andrade have a luchador light match. Uh, Tilt-a-war slam to Sincara, uh, followed by a kick out three amigos to Sincara. Uh, avalanche powerbomb to okay, Andrade. Okay, okay, okay. I have a little bit of a beef here. What? The announcers kept saying that he was mocking Eddie Guerrero. I don't see this as a mock. Hey, you don't understand. The greatest heel in the company for the longest time. He's up there with the upper echelon of heels. Like no, he's, de- he's dead. He's, he can't be heel anymore. Ah, yeah, right. Once you die, you make the yeah, ultimate yeah. face turn. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the last one you'll ever do. Like, it, it really is. Like, nobody... I... I was gonna. Say, I was. I was trying to think of who that didn't happen to, and there's only one person I can think of. But it's like dramatic, and it's like Chris Benoit. But that's like dramatic circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there's no. There's no one really that died of like natural causes. That was like uh-huh. people were uh-huh. like, "Ooh, boo that guy." You know what I mean? Still healed me. Well, uh, when Hogan goes, I'm gonna be in that camp. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, not to speak ill of the, of the living. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I saw this in no way mocking any Guerrero. They do that every week. When he did and the he three amigos. The three amigos where he does that little shoulder shake. 
Well, you don't understand too. If if you're Mexican in WWE, you have to pay some sort of homage to Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, too. That is also something. It feels like also something else too. A requirement. Yeah. Like I'm surprised, um, and they don't let Seth do it because Seth doesn't like identify Mm -hmm. as. And I know not everyone's Mexican, but Seth doesn't like. He doesn't come out and be like, "I'm a Latin super." He's like, "I'm Seth Rollins." Mm -hmm. He, as some would say, he passes as white. Yeah. Um, whereas the other guys, like if Umberto Carrillo came out with like bleach blonde hair, you know, yeah, you'd be like, no, we're you'd be like, you. dude, come on, come on, dude. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was a cool spot. Um, the avalanche powerbomb to Andrade running knees to Sin Cara. Uh, Zelina does distract the ref. Uh, Andrade pulls Sin Cara's head down to the ropes. Zelina hits a handstand hurricanrana to Sin Cara. Uh, she should not be given this much weight. She's tiny. She's tiny. She's so tiny. She's. How- She's probably Marco stunt size. This is like the second time, second week in a row, where she's done a uh, hurricane run off off the apron. Last time she did a hurricane run, this time was a handstand hurricane. Yeah, runner. yeah, yeah. It looked better. I mean, I liked it. Yeah, but. it looked better, but they're they're putting too much weight in that move. She she weighs like thirty pounds, and they're yeah, expecting but she's this, using her momentum. This two hundred pound wrestler to not like, get, hey, um, I, why did you jump into my arms like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you got me on the floor. I'm so disorientated. Uh, oh, I'm back in the ring now. Oh, my God. Uh, Andrade DDT. I'm done. Hammerlock DDT. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and you're done? Really? Selena Vega did that much damage to you where you can't? Ah. Yeah. Logic. Yeah. I mean, hey, uh, yeah. Well, you know, he's still, he's still Singata. Yeah. He's yeah. not. He's After not, the treatment they gave him. And this is Ric Flair's the future son-in-law. You're right. So you're right. After this, though, we do have Charlie backstage with Umberto Carrillo. Umberto says uh, he has a lot of respect for Sin Cara, but when you face Andrade, you're also facing Zelina Vega. Andrade's a fruit. I mean, future universal champion. Is that what he said? <laughs> um, he says he's a future universal champion. No, he's a fruit. And um, then he then he went on to say that um, well, he hopes that he would be also be a good champion, um, but. Uh, not one that plays it was very random and like forced in there mm-hmm. it's like he was like uh, yes that match with Zinkar and Andrade was great Andrade's gonna be great one day I also will be great unlike Seth Rollins burning stuff who he plays with fire Damn arsonist what's like, wrong with that guy he didn't say arsonist he, he just said he just said burn it down he just said he 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 plays with fire and, and I will things. not do that yeah so so okay Umberto now is, after this promo is a heel um, no, he's a newcomer and it's like uh, uh, not established. Like mm-hmm. you're like, Ooh, is he a heel or is he a face? Like, he hasn't made that selection in 2k20 yet. Exactly. You have yeah. to get to that level. Well, apparently the game, we didn't even talk about that. No, we didn't. That's fucking everybody. The hashtag, uh, fix 2k20. We'll say it for the end of the show. Um, then we have the street profits backstage. Uh, they're talking about the OC. They're kind of ripping on the OC saying like, Oh, you think we can't find a third person for what I thought was going to be a six man tag match. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also at this point. I, th- I still thought it was a six-man tag match. They're also making fun of them, saying that they're throwing up their '90s nostalgia hand signs. You know what's funny is right after what they start mentioning '90s stars that they're going to team up with. Oh yeah, they were like, "Who's the third person tonight?" You know, is it Ric Flair? Is it Booker T? <laughs> Is it? No, okay. none of these guys are clear to compete, Montez. A and B, didn't you guys just rip on OC about 90s nostalgia? Now your guys are having oh, dude, he said 90s Ric Flair. nostalgia. That's like, that's like 70s, 80s, 90s. 2000s. And now. Yeah. 
70s, 80s, 90s, and now. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, <laughs> and then uh, he said the OC called them mother-loving truckers, but he says mothers love them more, referring to the Street Profits. That was a good line. <laughs> yeah, it was. Mothers love us more. And I was like, oh, the, yeah. the Street Profits are good. I'll give them that. They're, they get the crowd going. Yep. I'll, I'll save it, but they, yeah. yeah, they're good. But their scripts suck, though. Uh, well, when they're being forced to say stuff, yeah. yeah. Uh, R-Truth backstage, he's trying to um, find, uh, find a good way through, apparently, the production truck. Or one of the just not even the production truck, just like one of the trucks that they hold the um, the set on. I guess. Yeah, yeah. The trailers that they put the ring. Uh, Truth bumps into Samir Singh and says, uh, "He says, oh, I'm I'm one. I'm a Bollywood star, and I'm gonna sing you a song." Uh, that's when uh, Sunil Singh rolls up Truth from behind, and Sunil Singh wins the twenty four seven championship. Ah, oh, it was Sunil. Okay. Samir uh, distracted, and Sunil rolled them mm-hmm. up. Okay. Then we have the Viking Raiders versus Hawkins and Ryder. That's when uh, Hawkins and Ryder were backstage before their match. And to see, this is what's wrong with WWE right here. And I know it's just, it's bad. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. It's like they cut this promo where they're like, we're, you know, they call us, they call us losers, but we're going to be called, we're, we're called underdogs. And next they're going to be calling us winners. Ooh, Jersey Shore? Yeah, yeah, Jersey Shore. Mm. And then they're like, what if like maybe tonight we'll get pyro and that's when the king was like oh are they gonna get pyro tonight oh where is it where is it because he's like cover your ears yeah and like there was no pyro They're like, king, why did they about? say that yeah why i i it and they told them too they're king why are you saying that what, what are you talking about well the other announcers didn't even like know what he was talking yeah, about yeah so i wonder if they completely tuned out during that segment they're, they're going over their production notes uh, probably they're like i bet you anything vince is like talking <laughs> Uh, Dio, uh, Vic, uh, yeah, I can't talk to the king anymore. He's just, he won't listen to me. Uh, it's six months in the contract. It's fine. Listen, uh, let him watch that. Let him take that. I'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what I think it is, but uh, they had a match. It was pretty much a squash match, a Viking experience, a Hawkins, uh pin win, uh, Viking Raiders. I'm glad I fast-forwarded that. There you go. Uh, then we have uh, Lana and Lashley. Um, so at this point... They're at the restaurant, and the manager walks up and goes... One of the cooks is watching Raw in the back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's He's fucking... Oh, shit. The guys, they're coming here. Yeah. No, remember how I told you that she... Remember that lady out there who was really good looking? Yeah, her and that big guy. Yeah, they're WWE. Yeah, the WWE. Well, WWE now, yeah. Um, <laughs> they're wrestlers, and the other wrestler's going to come here. And yeah, and this was not at all in the fucking like restaurant in the arena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he, the manager goes up to him and says, uh, "The meal's on me, but I have to ask you to leave because we heard your husband is on his way." So a like first off, like how does this guy know like so much about the relationship going on? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, maybe someone's watching Raw in the, the back. The bus boy. <laughs> and um, but B like what. Why, when they cut back from break, were they like still there? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, because well, it's because Bobby goes, he ain't coming here. He, He's coward. Or no, he says he doesn't have the balls. Oh, that's right. Right, Lana, and Lana's like, <laughs> it was bad. It, it was, was bad. so bad. And it was yeah, yeah. Uh, then Rusev shows up. Hey. There's my wife. I will beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> I know I sound like that. Borat. That's no, not. I know. But he comes in. He beats up uh, Bob Lashley, and they fight. And Lana's. Oh my god! Arrest him! Arrest him! That's so annoying. Arrest him! 
Arrest Rusev! Arrest Rusev! You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time she says Rusev, it's like that. Yeah, and she, oh, Rusev. So. Um, and this is totally going back to your point where you said that she's the only one that cares about this whole angle. Oh, she really is, yeah. You well, see by how her reaction is here. You heard because she um, she came up with this infidelity storyline months ago, mm-hmm. and it was used on another um, high end or low end profile, a low profile storyline, mm-hmm. Mike and Maria. Mm-hmm. So now I think they're using it on her, and I think she's just trying to give it her all. Yeah, you know, like hell, good good on her, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like ugh. I miss her on Divas. Is she still on? Is this going to play out on Divas? No, no, no. She's not there anymore. Okay, good. Uh, then uh, we have Rey Mysterio. He cuts in-ring pro, uh, promo. I almost said profile. Uh, Rey is honored by the love that we all showed him and his family and declares all of us his familia. Mm-hmm. So we are all Mysterios at heart. So, yay. Um, then uh, Rey says, Kane uh, will put another scar on that bastard Brock Lesnar's face. Uh, at at the Crown Jewel, uh, Paul Heyman appears on the screen and says Brock has been looking at the scar for nine years, uh, giving him motivation every day to take out what do they call him the ghost, the ghost Kane Velasquez. Mm-hmm. Is it? I forget. I don't fucking know. I don't want UFC. Uh, then out comes Shelton Benjamin, and I did I did like Shelton Benjamin out well, here. No, Paul Heyman came out first. No, I know. That's what I was just saying. Paul. Oh, Hayden. yeah. Sorry. He was up there and he says, you know, he was looking, uh, Brock's been looking in the mirror for nine years, looking mm-hmm. at the scar, and he knows he's going to take out Kane Velasquez. Paul's, uh, I got a kick out of Paul's Spanish accent. Oh, uh, he was like, oh, uh, uno e uno, right? Something. But Something. You, could, you could tell he totally hangs out. Mi amigo. His, his view of the Latino, or Latinx, as we like to be called nowadays, uh, of the Latinx is more Puerto Rican, East Coast. Well, he's from New Jersey. Cuban, yeah, yeah. So his dialect was more, coño. Ah. Coño. Yeah. Instead of, you know, the Mexican style that we hear, uh, you know, in California yeah. and Rey Mysterio and Kane Velasquez. It's a little slower, I feel like, over here. Yeah, because, you know, we're all laid back. You know, it's California. We're all chilling out here. I mean, fucking, I probably would talk yeah, faster if I was born here. Except for Rey Mysterio when he's like, tell that cabron Kane's going to kick his ass. Partiz su madre. Did he say motherfucker? Damn. Well, no, he didn't say motherfucker, but um, he called him a cabron. And he said he was going to uh, partir su madre. That's like I'll have literal, literal turn. Uh, literal uh, translation is um, he's going to beat up his mom but it doesn't really mean that. whoa what it, it, ray's gonna beat up his mom <laughs> with a cane brock's uh, mom i mean but that's the literal term but it, madre is more of a slang for like it, for you he's gonna kick your ass so much your mom's gonna feel it pretty much yeah like i'll slap you so hard your mama gonna feel it pretty much okay makes sense mm-hmm. uh outcome shelton benjamin but did they let him cuss like that on wwe tv they don't know when <laughs> latino or latinx people are you know what i mean like uh-huh. anyone speaks yeah, spanish yeah. on tv they're like yeah they're fine yeah no same thing goes for oscar where she could say shit on tv yeah yeah absolutely um oh and uh carrie saying is like we're gonna kick your ass yeah, yeah that's so. from, from two three weeks ago outcome shelton benjamin shelton says uh brock is his familia 
And uh, no one in WWE knows Brock Lesnar, well, other than Paul Heyman, better than him and Paul Heyman. Uh, he's figured out how to finally get a title shot here in WWE. And I actually thought this was kind of funny because mm-hmm. he walks up to Ray, goes, I just got to push you around, huh? Here, I'll push you again. That's an intercontinental uh, title shot. I'll push you again. That's a U.S. title shot. Mm-hmm. I'll push you again. That's a universal title shot. Yeah. But he that was, was funny. He was mumbling his words. I, it was still funny. It was. It was. I got the point. Yeah. But you know, after all these years, you think Shelton will learn how to talk a little bit. Uh, yeah, you would think. They need to give him his old fucking music back. Yeah. Um, then now comes Cain Velasquez, and uh, he mildly takes out Shelton. My God, dude. This was like a UFC tussle, and I was like, what the fuck those, is going those on? punches look so weak. Well, that's the thing, is because he's an actual fighter, so yeah, you yeah, think yeah. an actual fighter is going to have to hold their punches back, and when you're holding your punches back, you're like... Okay. Yeah. But you know, they, nobody saw this during training camp. Nobody's seen his work. They're like, hey, yo, you maybe know. Maybe they're still just working on it. Maybe I, they're I just, get that you're pulling your punches, but. Maybe this is why they much. did it. Maybe they said, okay, this is your test. Go out there. Maybe he failed. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because I don't think they look good either. I will agree with you on that. Uh, then Seth Rollins is backstage with uh, Charlie. Uh, Seth says the Fiend uh, may have gotten to him, but he has also gotten within the Fiend's head. Uh, then Seth kind of looks off screen and sees Umberto Carrillo standing off to the side. And he, he says, what I did last week, Umberto, was necessary. Mm-hmm. You, you fucking burnt down some dude's playhouse. Yeah. Given it's creepy for a grown man to have a playhouse. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, you burnt, you, you're an arsonist. Then you burn his toys. You burnt everything. How? And why do so many people resort to that with Bray Wyatt? It's always fire. Right? Yeah. Randy Orton, now right Seth Rollins. House. Yeah. And they were both the faces in the story. Yeah. Which is so weird. Um, he tells uh, Umberto that, like, you know, that sometimes you have to do what you have to do um, when you're the champion. And he says, you know what? You said you wanted to be champion one day. How about you have your debut here tonight against me? And I'm Seth Rollins. FNA, you're making my career, Seth. Cool. Let's do it. Umberto's like, shit, let's go. But, uh, and this is when he, he was sans long sleeve shirt underneath. Yep. They were like, take that shirt off. Dude, you look like a Power Ranger. It's already on Twitter. Um, Fans, uh, so we have Seth Rollins versus Umberto Carrillo. It was a great match. I thought it was a pretty good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, it showed Case Umberto Carrillo pretty well. Oh, and Big Booty Daddy's in the front row, as we talked about earlier. Oh, uh, from the uh, Cleveland Browns? Yeah. The yeah. Big Booty Daddy. <laughs> you know, I think you can get I think you can get one of those, like, you know, cameo, where it's like you can pay someone, like an, an actor to call oh, you. Um, and how much is it? I think it's like 50 bucks. Uh, dude. For like, like, but it's like he calls you. Like we have him just calling like this question from the big bad booty daddy. Uh, you don't, you don't want any of the freak. Um, so Umberto Carrillo versus Seth Rollins. Uh, fans weren't really into it at first, though. They're chanting "We want white," which is really kind of hard to say. Mm-hmm. We want white. We want white. Good back and forth between the two men. Uh, buckle bomb to a super kick to Carrillo, followed by a kick out. We have a DDT to an Aztec press to Rollins, followed by a kick out. Aztec press is uh, kind of like a moonsault. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Carrillo goes for a second one, but is booted by Seth Rollins, which leads to a super kick, a stomp, the pin, and the win. Seth uh, beats Carrillo in pretty good time. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't have the exact. Did, time. did you get a sense that you were watching a really bad booked New Japan match? I felt like they tried a really hard in this match. Yeah, but it came off as a really bad New Japan match. Like Seth brought this match down. It could have been higher in quality. Yeah, I mean, I can it, see. I, I, or was it just the 
the different paces that both men are going at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seth is so used to this main roster um, technique, mm-hmm. which is a slow, you know, like Methodical, run, yeah. you know, oh, headlock, oh, clothesline, mm-hmm. oh, you know, uh, dive, oh, you know, now mm-hmm. it's starting to pick up where Umberto was from NXT and 205 Live, which was like fast, 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 yeah, fast, go, fast. Go, go. Uh, given they did have their headlock rest holds, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, because I thought there was some disconnect between the two men mm-hmm. at certain points. Like, there was a point where Umberto throws Seth into the corner, and where I thought Umberto should have backed off for a second, yeah. where Seth was kind of, like, staring him down. He kind of, like, like kind of started walking towards Seth, but kind of backed off. It was just, like, he was just kind of, like, lingering. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, what are you what are you doing, Umberto? Just back up for a fucking second. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I got, I just got like douche chills because it felt like I was watching an opener of New Japan okay. in San Francisco, and I kept waiting for the crowd to start like a young lion, Seth. like a young lions match. No, like a like, even worse. like a no. Osprey Jay White. Wow, that's a, that sounds like a really good match, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it'd be a really that, great match. But for some reason, Jay was like, "I have the flu. I can't do it today." Yeah. They just uh, New Japan just announced their meet and greet um, for the San Jose show coming November 9th. Yeah, and they announced that there's a New Japan America division. Yeah, yeah. We didn't uh, talk about that. I think didn't me and Michael talk about that last Did week? You? Uh, I thought it got announced like uh, like this weekend. Um, it's weird. I don't know what the fuck it is. It probably landed between SmackDown. Twenty seven shows and, next year. Yeah, twenty seven shows. Jesus Christ. Cool. Um, oh, after the match, Seth comes back into the ring. He shakes up Carrillo's hand. And this is what I felt like this is a good rub for Carrillo. Yeah, totally. So um, he's going to be a superstar. I mean, he'll probably fade off into the uh, U.S. title he's scene for a second. He's going to be a superhero. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Tagging with Ricochet. They're both of them come in wearing masks. They're going to come in. The hurricane mask style, not the lucha style. The hurricane style? Yeah, you know, just the, the Batman. I mean, the Robin mask, you know, just the, the eye thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Do you, do you think they can both do that, actually? They're going to be a tag team. Like, they'll both come in with... Oh, a- <laughs> and even better, it would be like... Uh, it would be... Um, they would come in just like... No, fuck it. I tried... God damn it. I turned it down. Oh, nice. Ricochet just comes out just like shooting laser beams. <laughs> yeah, from his and, fingers. And then, and then the bad guy's just like... And then he's just like... <laughs> and then he's just like... Uh, anyways. Um... I need, I'm gonna get better at that. I swear. Yeah. Uh, first day. First what day. was I talking about? We were talking about um, Umbert, or Oh no, Ricochet. And, talking about Truth sneaking up on the wrong guy. Oh. Uh, oh yeah. So then Truth, um, he sneaks up behind Samir, saying, "Rolls him up for the pin." The ref refuses to count because it's actually Sunil saying he rolls up, uh-huh, not Samir. Uh-huh. Uh, and I did like that because they <laughs> Samir. Was it Samir runs up and he kind of like wiggles his ass and goes like he says something and then they both run away. I think he went bale 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 bale. It was fucking funny. Yeah. It was pretty fucking funny. Dude, this is uh, okay. Look, if this is their idea, cool. All power to you guys. But if Vince came out there and said, I want you guys to be like, bale, 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 and act all crazy, I have a problem with that. <laughs> so, uh, ah, go out there. You're the Bollywood boys. Uh, uh, you know, just speak your name. Bale, 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 bale. <laughs> I, okay. They're just like, okay, Vince, sure. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. Hey, hey Sunil, isn't that kind of racist? Don't worry, Samir. We'll, we'll figure it out, dude. We're we'll, we'll get over, then we'll stop. We'll, we'll get it. We just got a zero added to our paycheck. You know, mm-hmm. we're guaranteed for that Saudi show. It's fine. Oh um, my god! 
Um, so uh, Sunil or Samir Singh is still the champion. Then we have the debut of the Street Profits. Oh, they should have gave these guys new gear. They should have because these guys looked like they were the raw cheerleaders. Yeah. I will say that. I was like looking up the entire time. It was super plain and they have better ring gear too. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they're just holding it off for, you know, a special show. Dude. They're still making the NXT money maybe. It's not, not looking good. Um, they and, c- and, and, you know, it, it comes off very NXT. They come, well, the whole thing came, they all came off, the whole thing came off very NXT because they come out, they go through the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, something they do on NXT a lot to come to the ring. And I thought that was really cool. They're getting the crowd hype for this because everybody wants to go up and shake their hands or, you know, high five them. Uh, they get down to the ring. The OC come out. They're laughing at them and say, hey, you ain't got no third person. You know, is he imaginary? Is mm-hmm. he... See, you know, I was like, oh, what? Which I thought this was supposed to be a six. It was advertised as a six-man tag. Yeah. So um, they have a match, though. Uh, Montez and Anderson start the match back and forth. AJ pushed Montez into the off the top of the ring post into a sidewalk slam to, by Anderson. AJ was ejected by the ref when he's trying to interfere again. Uh, AJ doesn't leave. Out comes Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens gives AJ a stunner. Um, but the one thing I don't like about this is that they're giving – the Street Profits, the um, D'Lo Browns finishers. Did you mm, notice that? Uh, the, the frog splash? Well, not just that it was a frog splash, because they've had that for a while, but the fact that they said, oh, low down by, um, to Anderson by Dawkins, and then the, the sky high by to Anderson. Oh, so, like, one of them did each. Yeah, yeah You know what yeah, I mean? Uh-huh. So, you know, it's cool that they do that combination, but I'm like, okay, why D'Lo Brown? Why are you using... Okay, no... Cool. Why are you using the verbiage of? It's fine, whatever. Like it hurts nobody, and it, maybe it's it, it's me being super sent, super like PC about life. Okay, look uh, on the surface. Okay, fine. It is what it is. But then if you think about it, it's racist as fuck. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> it, is. it really. Okay, is. well these guys are black, so let's give them the black names of those. Oh, and and uh, the entire night they're like, "Oh, Dio Madden, these are your friends, aren't they?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just very. It was weird. Yeah. Was yeah. Weird. So come on, you guys, do uh, better. But they do win, and I do like how they're like, "Okay, we got to get out of here. We got to go to the after party." Mm-hmm. It it ended raw in a very positive way, and left. With not a bad taste in my mouth, with the Street Profits going over in their debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't know what else to say but about they, them. They, they are a bit mixed match to me. Like they don't. Like, I like when they're together talking. Yeah. But in ring, it feels mixed match to me. Well, like Montez not, Ford is going to be a fucking million dollars. He's, yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah, guy's yeah. money. Yes. 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 He is going to be WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Um, he just got put on some bulk. Ah, fuck, man. He, he, not not that much. I mean, like, he, Seth Rollins style put on bulk, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that guy's, guy's going to be money one day. Um, so that was Monday Night Raw last night. Anything else you want to say before uh, we look ahead to what's happening tomorrow night? No, I think we got a pretty good idea of what we, we just witnessed. Yeah. yeah. Monday Night Raw. Um, tomorrow night is... The Wednesday night, and on Wednesday night, we have wrestling. Oh, I can't wait. Two shows. Oh, what's on AEW Dark tonight? I forgot. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, oh, it's Janela versus, uh, but, is it Butler? Mm. Curtis Butler? Or, anyway, Janela, not interested. You don't like Janela? Nah. What? I fucking love Joey Janela. Yeah, well, if Enzo Amore didn't punk him out. I. You know what? Did you see the Kenny Omega Janela match? On AEW Dark a couple weeks ago, mm, it was no. like a street fight. No, 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 you gotta no, watch no. it. At least watch, give it a try. 
Um, let's see. AEW, since I'm already talking about AEW is tomorrow night. AEW Dynamite. Um, that's going to happen. We have four matches announced uh, for for the show. We have um, in a non uh, tag team championship tournament match. We have the Young Bucks taking on the best friends. Uh, well, we weren't both eliminated anyway. What's up? Weren't they both eliminated? Exactly. No, that's why. Yeah. Um, but also in tag team world tag team championship tournament, we have the semifinals. Uh, we have uh, private party versus the Lucha Bros. Oh, and um, was it the Dark Order freshly, versus SCU uh, and Ray. Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. How we say it here? Uh, freshly removed from his match with Kenny Omega this weekend. You know, AEW was posting about that too. We didn't talk about that either. No, yeah. but um, yeah, Kenny Omega winning the what's the title called? Triple A Immortal Ace title, something like that. Their their heavyweight championship. Yeah, um, he's their champion now, and AEW like retweeted it and posted. Congratulations, to the new Triple A AAA champion. So it was just weird, you know. So I wonder if they're going to bring that too. Um, they are, and this is totally going to be good for the winner. Here is Triple A, but that's the thing is that a couple months ago they were doing the Triple A tag titles, and they like did it for the matches, yeah, and then they were gone. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I wonder if they're going to use this as their mid card title. Ooh, uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. where the AEW title is the it's the championship, but yeah. Kenny Omega has this. You know, he had to go to a different country to win his championship. Yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, also, uh, John Moxley versus Pac. Cool. Pac. This Pac. is on Dark? On, no, on, oh, it's on, on, Radio, show. on okay. Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, let's see what else we got. Um, NXT. That's also a show, too. That's going to happen tomorrow night. Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. We'll, we'll, should I, oh, I'm going to read the fucking full description. Hold on. Uh, uh, Rhea Ripley um, and Bianca Belair clash as NXT's women's division heats up. This is what WWE.com has. Mm-hmm. As the race be- okay, as the race to become the next challenger to the NXT Women's Championship, Shayna Baszler, championship, oh yeah, that's weird, heats up. Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley will battle this Wednesday with both women looking to move up the ladder. Last week on NXT, the two women threw their hats in the ring for a future title opportunity with Belair taking the offense to at Rhea's claim to the title opportunity. And Ripley is ready to demolish anyone standing between her and Baszler who will move on one step closer to the NXT uh, women's title opportunity. We also have Finn Balor. He's going to come back tomorrow night. He'll actually be there. Apparently, I mean, they, that's what they felt like they were saying last week, but yeah, uh, Roderick Strong defending the NXT North American title against Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. I'm guessing Roderick's keeping that title. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, Pete Dunn, uh, can Pete Dunn deal with both Damian Priest and Killian Dane? Ooh, uh, oh, I don't think so. I don't know. He breaks fingers, so can he? And I love how just AEW is like, yeah, there's a match. Um, you know, the tag team tournament rolls on through Pittsburgh. It's going to be great. Oh, and it's uh, Britt Baker's homecoming oh. in AEW. Mm-hmm. It's there, she lives in, she's from Pittsburgh. So, yeah. or is they're calling it Britsburg. <laughs> I'm guessing yeah, that's just her walking home. She's like <laughs> a ferocious lion attacking everyone. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, we got to get out of here today. Oh. 
Uh, yeah, but I know. There's more to talk about. I know there is, but we forgot. I know. It, what, what we're gonna talk about? What, what was there? What we're we gonna say? There was I, something. I don't know. There was something. Uh, yeah. Anyways, guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, go buy some merch. Go buy some merch because we need the money. We do. We're broke. We have nothing to eat here. Yeah. Um, I've lost ten pounds already. So please <laughs> feed us. Anyway, guys, uh, have a wonderful day. Uh, I will see you on Thursday with the Bay Show. Me and Michael, me and Michael Vergara, and maybe maybe Jose will join us. Maybe we'll see how it goes. Yada yada yada, and that's the show, guys. Have a wonderful Wednesday night. Wednesday, and have a good Tuesday night. Take care. Bye. Bye.